another great podcast session i'm shivani mathiala artificial intelligence has grown into a formidable tool in the recent years ai has been utilized for so many things and has so much of promise that it's difficult to imagine a future without it now ai technologies are boosting productivity like never before it is proving to uplift the healthcare businesses by enhancing nearly every area ranging from data security to robot assisted operations right so to elaborate on the same front about ai and tech trends we have puneet singh who is a founder and ceo of suki ai why late let's welcome our speaker for the day hi puneet how are you doing i'm doing very well pleasure to be here thank you for having me on the podcast shivani um pleasure to have you here on analytics insight platform so uh, first of all could you tell our listeners what suki ai is all about sure um suki is basically a voice based digital assistant for doctors think of it like an alexa or a siri uh but for doctors um uh, just like you walk around in your lives using your phones and talking to it and getting things done we want to build a resource that doctors can use that can make their life easier um and uh, um e- effectively we believe that the next generation of user interaction is going to be in voice just like uh mobile was the big thing in 2003 2004 time frame and then it became this big form factor that everybody uses we believe voice is going to do the same thing so um suki is basically uh, the beginning of that endeavor focused on the healthcare space great and uh, by the way how did the idea of starting a company like this you know come to your mind good question shivani i think the question that everybody should ask themselves is that uh, there are these amazingly large and, ama- and technical companies that have been built in some of the biggest spaces in the market you know if you think about e-commerce uh, one of the largest companies in that space is amazon uh if you think about media it's netflix if you think about search it's google uh if you think about social networking it's facebook what is that large amazing um company technology company in healthcare you know you, you use healthcare regularly consistently through your life uh till the day we are born and from the day we are born till the day we are going to die we are going to use healthcare it's about 5 to 7% of every country's gdp it's 20% of us's gdp how is it that we don't have a company of the size of a google or amazon or a netflix or a facebook in healthcare and so the idea first of all was that the greatest company ever built in the history of technology companies is going to be in healthcare and it's not clear whether it will be today or 5 years from now or 10 years from now or 15 years from now but it's going to be in healthcare and if that is true then if you're going to start a company it felt like a really good space to to start dabbling in to see where uh, you can take a shot at building something like that uh, now uh, once you have decided you want to do healthcare um i have a very simple equation that i like to uh use to figure out whether a company is worth doing or not what is a powerful and important constituency of users who have a huge issue of uh, burnout uh, the solution of which aligns with the technical trend so uh the powerful uh, you know constituency in healthcare actually surprisingly is not patients it's actually doctors and doctors are uh, are burning out these days because 
of administrative burden. They are taking notes. They are trying to make sure they get billed and paid by insurance companies for that. They are then making sure that they can respond to their patients through inbox. They are making sure that they use a variety of different technologies to make sure they can take care of their patients. And this administrative burden is so much that for every one hour of clinical work that doctors do, they end up spending two hours doing administrative work. So now you have a powerful constituency, constituency use uh, doctors who are basically uh, burning out because of administrative burden. Um, and there is a tech trend of voice becoming the predominant user interaction model of the next five to 10 years coming into play. So if you put it all together, uh, it looks like there is a need to make healthcare technology assistive and invisible so that clinicians can focus on doing what they do best, which is taking care of patients. Uh, and you can do that by using voice um, as the solution. Um, so that's basically the, the genesis of, uh, of Suki, which is how do you build a voice-based digital assistant, a Siri or an Alexa, but for doctors such that they can focus on clinical care, while all the other things they have to do around the patient are done by this assistant called Suki. That's really interesting to know about, Puneet. And uh, what are the specializations and services you know, that the company is offering to its clients? It's a product company. So the company is called Suki. The product is called Suki. The work that uh, the product does is basically done through Suki. Uh, Suki is a digital assistant. Uh, you can download it on your iPhone. You can download it on your Android phone. You can download it as a web app. You can download it as a Windows app. Uh, the Like an Alexa, uh, Suki also has skills. The first skill that Suki actually learned is the skill of clinical documentation. So when you go and see your doctor and your doctor's talking to you, um, and trying to understand what's going on these days, they, you will see that they're on their computer typing away, adding information about you into that computer. Um, in US, they have to write these notes uh, to document the patient encounter because they get paid based on those clinical notes because there is liability associated with uh, making sure that you document what steps you're taking for the patient. And most importantly, because clinical care depends upon how well you document the note. Mm -hmm. Shivani showed up, she had an issue, now the doctor has to document that so that somebody else who sees it will actually have all the information in the right place. So this idea, the first skill of Suki is to be able to document this patient encounter, this note uh, on behalf of, of, uh, of the doctor for that particular patient that the doctor saw. And now Shivani, the interesting part is throughout this entire world, in all medical schools, all doctors, whether they're Indian doctors or US doctors or any other doctors, they're taught how to write these notes in a format called SOAP, subjective, objective, what did you see, assessment, what is your assessment, and plan, what should you do next. It's called a SOAP format. So what Suki does is it learns, it looks at all the prior notes that the doctor has done in the past for all different kinds of patients, and learns how this doctor actually documents. And then when the doctor is seeing a new patient, the doctor can use commands and just talk to Suki and can say things like, hey, create a note for Shivani, a clinical note for Shivani. Uh, add in history XYZ information. Make sure that you say that you insert a surgical consent. Uh, prescribe 
doxycycline x milligrams over five weeks or six weeks. Um, insert a normal review of system and change a particular aspect of whatever they're actually seeing. These commands are, are then learned, are heard by Suki, and it uses that to generate an entire node that basically represents this patient encounter. So Suki is a digital assistant. The first skill of Suki is clinical documentation. Clinical documentation is note taking that it that Suki does for the doctor by listening to commands and sometimes dictation. Then the next skill that Suki has is basically what we call coding. Coding is the act of taking a clinical note that's written and extracting information out of it in codes that are used by insurance companies to pay the doctor. So now the doctor's just doing the note and automatically the information that is required to pay the doctor for that encounter is already in place. Then you have a new, a third skill, which we are actually in the middle of building right now, which is called data retrieval. So the doctor can tell Suki, hey Suki, what medications did Shivani take? Um, Suki, what problems has she had in the past? Um, Suki, give me, you know, uh, bring up the chest x-ray for Shivani, bring up this information or that information. So this idea of doing clinical notes, the idea of doing uh, coding, the idea of doing data retrieval, these are all skills that this artificial intelligence is, is learning that allow it to make a doctor free of administrative work so they can focus on the patient, on making sure that the patient is well taken care of. Did that give you a good sense of the product? Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, very interesting, you know, clinical documentation is absolutely necessary in the you know present scenario. And Suki is doing an amazing job, you know, uh, in terms of clinical documentation or coding or uh, even in terms of data retrieval. So as we just spoke about, you know, uh, AI. So as Suki is a technology-driven company, how is it leveraging the tech trends, you know, whether it be uh, artificial intelligence or big data or analytics? You know, the interesting thing, Shivani, is all these are like buzzwords. Every company you talk to says they're using AI and big data and analytics. These days in Silicon Valley, if you talk to a dog walking company and they will say they're using artificial intelligence to figure out how to walk the dog also. Um, so if you ask me, uh, most companies say they do this. Very few companies even understand how exactly they have to use this, um, let alone actually genuinely use it. Artificial intelligence is a very broad term. It can mean a lot of different things. And for most part, if you look at uh, companies, they are basically writing simple algorithms, which say, if this happens, then do this. If this happens, then do this. And then they're calling it artificial intelligence. The act of building models that can be trained using a large swath of data that can be then used to actually do a variety of different tasks. Broadly is artificial intelligence. When it's applied to vision, then it's vision intelligence. When it's applied to speech, then it becomes speech products. Uh, and there's a variety of different areas that can be put into. Suki is a speech company. It's a voice company. At the end of the day, you're talking to Suki and it understands what you say. Uh, we have an intent extractor, which we have built. And uh, an intent extractor, a machine learning based intent extractor is a, a piece of software that understands the intent of what you said. So when you say, what is my day like? Suki can say, well, that means that you want to see the schedule. How many patients are you seeing and which patients are you seeing? That is an example of an intent extractor. Uh, we have a ML based model that we have used to build that. And its accuracy is 99.5%, which is on par with Google's intent extractor that they have in Google Assistant. Um, 
you know, we have a speech recognition system, uh, ASR, as we call it, that has we have built where if you give it audio, it will automatically be able to convert that, transcribe that into text. All of these things require a lot of data, medical data that you have fed Suki so that it can learn to do this. Beyond that, we have also done work in coding so that when you actually talk to Suki, it will automatically understand based on prior models or prior data, what exactly is the ICD-10 code attached to this. All of this requires AI. And so um, building speech recognition systems, building intent extractors are some of the core parts of AI that we have worked on. Ability to take all of that and extract information out of it, structured data out of it, uh, using NLP, natural language processing, is another part of the stuff we work on. To do all of these, you need a large amount of data. Every day, doctors use Suki constantly, and when they use Suki, they're effectively giving it the data it needs to be trained. Um, in the time that I'm going to do this, uh, this podcast with you, Shivani, there are going to be 30 doctors across, 30 patient encounters across U.S. where people would have already used Suki uh, to document a patient encounter. That's all data, structured data that we can then parse, understand, and then put and train these models. So these are some of the ways we actually um, have leveraged artificial intelligence technologies, data technologies, and analytics uh, to build uh, uh, to build this product. But it's still work in progress. These are very complex products. They need really sophisticated engineers, um, and they need large bodies of work. Um, so, so this is just the beginning. It's early days. Happy to know how Suki AI is, you know, enhancing this new tech trends. And, uh, you know, how do you think these two technologies, especially artificial intelligence and machine learning, are taking over the healthcare sector these days? I think that AI and ML are actually taking over the entire software industry. But we should think of this as just tech. You know, tech doesn't equal product. Um, at the end of the day, um, AI has been a buzzword for the last 20 years and probably will be another buzzword for another next 20 years also. Um, the fact that you can build these models using data and then be able to um, create various you know, uh, solutions out of it is actually ordinary, makes sense and can be done. The question is, can you build a product that's useful? Um, now, in healthcare sector, there's a lot of different areas this stuff is being used. You already know the usage of AI in, in radiology where it actually takes these images and tries to figure out anomalies in it or, or documents or provides information on it. Uh, we have seen that Google's DeepMind has done a bunch of different work in this space of AI also, especially where it comes to correlating various kinds of data to various diseases that could happen and providing clinical decision support uh, activities. Uh, what we are doing in healthcare is applying artificial intelligence technologies to administrative work, not clinical work. We expect that doctors uh, are very good at what they do. And of course, we can assist at some point the clinical work. But right now, the best thing we can do for them is do what they really don't want to do, which is administrative work. And so uh, automating note creation, uh, making sure people can very quickly respond to uh, various questions that are being asked of them by patients, uh, providing you know, coding facilities, billing facilities, uh, retrieving data on demand, sometimes retrieving data without, even when, without them even asking for it. I mean, imagine a world where a doctor walks in and says, hey, who are my patients? Suki says, here's your patient. Says, okay, give me a summary of the next patient that I'm seeing. Suki summarizes it. Then they walk into a room, look at a screen and say, hey, pull up a chest X-ray for 
Jane Roberts, look at it, then talk to Jane Roberts and say, how are you doing? Have a conversation. Suki automatically creates a note for them. And then they walk out and say, hey, prescribe, you know, these following orders for, for this patient and you're done. This whole experience requires artificial intelligence at every step along the way. But from a doctor's perspective, what do they care? Whether there's AI or ML there or not, they are interested in what the experience is. They should focus on the patient and everything else is automatically getting done. So to me, the true proof of whether AI and ML are useful in healthcare sector is, do you have a product that actually matters? And can it really change people's lives? And uh, now we are starting to see a bunch of companies come up that are starting to apply these in more product-oriented ways. Um, so I believe that the future is really bright uh, for the healthcare sector in general, especially when it comes to these technologies. Wonderful. In the same context, you know, uh, what is the role of these tech trends in the Indian uh, healthcare setting at present scenario? I think that the you know Indian healthcare sector can sometimes be a misnomer. There is the Indian pharma sector where there is a lot of very cool work going on. There's some clinical work that's going on. That's very cool. And India is actually in the forefront of some of these areas. But when it comes to tech, um, I'm not sure if there are that many true healthcare tech companies in India. There is a bunch of companies that are basically um, doing e-commerce of healthcare, medicines and stuff like that. I don't think of them as healthcare companies as much as I think of them as e-commerce companies. Um, but there is a space and a need for a really great healthcare tech company to come out of India. And I would like to think that Suki has a shot at being that. And this is one of the reasons why we started uh, an office in Bangalore a few months ago, which has rapidly grown now to about 30 people um, and is gonna keep growing, um, doubling and tripling over the next year. Um, and the whole intention is that we have some of the finest technical talent in the world in India it would be really cool to actually get them to apply their skills to the healthcare sector. So um, AI, big data, and ML have a very big role to play in the Indian healthcare sector. Um, there is a dearth of actual healthcare tech companies in India today. Um, Suki is probably going to be one of the first few that come out of India, and I do like to think of Suki as an Indian company, uh, but it's just early days. I think that we will see in the next few years a lot of very interesting healthcare tech companies of large scale that actually genuinely use AI and big data and machine learning technologies uh, to come up. Absolutely, you know, hoping so from my side as well. So, and how is Suki adding value to its clients and as well as uh, to the country? I think that the most important thing you can do when you're building a digital assistant or any product for that matter, uh, Shivani, is ask what, who is the user? Every company should know who their user is. So who is my user? Who is my client? At the end of the day, my user is the doctor. And uh, every pixel in Suki is built in the service of this doctor. Uh, now, what is the biggest problem that the doctor has? They're tired. They are burnt out. 88% of all doctors in the in, in US do not recommend their own profession to their own children. For As I said already, for an hour of clinical work, they spent doing two hours of, of administrative work. We have taken a really incredible professional class of people in this world, namely doctors, and converted them into data entry clerks. They sit there typing, checking boxes, filling things all the time. So the first thing you can do if you're building a product like Suki is to give them back the gift of time, give them their time back. You know, Make sure that they can actually uh, potentially take that time 
and maybe see a few more patients maybe go home early maybe spend time with their families you will be you will not believe it as i told you and you know you can uh, see some of these quotes in our on our website too we have doctors who have said their marriages have been saved because of suki because they could actually go home early and actually be with their families uh, we have doctors who have told us that they were going to retire and they decided retire early and they decided to continue practicing because now they had space to do it there were others who were going to go part time who who decided not to so the so the biggest value we add is we actually make sure doctors get time back and in the industry for all the places we have launched uh, we have seen 50 to 75% decrease in all time taken on administrative work especially clinical documentation when doctors use suki 50 to 75% this can mean up to an hour a day um you know if i give you an hour back a day uh you would probably enjoy that too so that's probably one of the biggest value that we have added the second value is because these notes are now very high quality we are seeing a decline in claims denials insurance companies are paying you know uh, appropriately for what was done and doctors are actually making more revenue so we are seeing a revenue increase in health systems because of using suki so this idea of saving time for the end user and creating more revenue for health systems is probably one of the biggest things that suki can do but the value of suki in my opinion is much bigger than that we want to be the first company the only company as far as i can see in the world that actually is going to be in the service of these doctors they this is a very noble profession they spend a lot of time you know studying and working and getting coming up to speed on all these things so that they can be of service to humanity what better thing could you do than being in service to these people and so to me this company has a lot of social value Uh, this company can create a lot of uh, personal value through time and it can create a lot of financial value by actually making um, the quality of this documentation higher and that's just the beginning because once you actually can build something like that then you can keep expanding its abilities uh, across all these things that help doctors to one day potentially increasing its ability so that it can start helping patients too reminding patients about things that they had to do making sure that those patients had access to this technology as they were going about so you have a shot at actually completely rethinking how healthcare technology works starting with this germ of an idea of of that i am going to build a digital assistant whose first skill is clinical documentation to a world where all of healthcare technology will be invisible and assistive and will be powered by something like suki uh, underlying it so we have a really really vast ambition these are really early days uh and you know we intend to actually do this for a long time and end to end up winning the ambition that we have set up to do thanks puneet for sharing how suki is adding value to the doctors and it directly adds a lot of value to the uh, patients as well as for the country too so uh, what are the uses according to you you know of going digital in the healthcare industry i don't even see why that anything should be analog anymore I mean what are you going to do with analog data if it's you know you write these things on a piece of paper you're going to probably lose it if you write all these things in an analog way or into EMRs where it gets locked down how will you use that data to actually figure out what the population trends are how do you do research how do you figure out you know what kind of um, trends you're seeing in in healthcare tech um so i think that the, uh, the this question is um it's self explanatory at the end of the day the question is why do you use a phone you know why do you uh use the internet 
why are we doing this podcast through this mechanism versus just writing something on a piece of paper? Um, the uses of going digital, regardless of which industry it is, is that it actually truly increases the fluidity of data uh, from all the various sources that creates data to all the various solutions that can be built using that data. Research can get better, um, efficiency can increase dramatically, access to things can increase dramatically. Um, there's just infinite reasons why healthcare tech and any industry should actually become completely digital. Um, and, uh, and it's well on its way to be fair to that industry. The problem is that it's stuck in these 1990s style software that is basically clunky boxes that you have to check to do things. Um, and it's time basically that if you're getting into a world where cars are electric and can self-drive like a Tesla uh, and human beings are going as passengers into space, that we can at least get technology uh, in healthcare that's at least on par with what gaming companies use, you know? Um, so uh, this is just something that was vast overdue and now just healthcare industry is just catching up. Very rightly spoke about how going digital, you know, is very, very much advantageous. And uh, lastly, where do you want to see the company in the coming years, you know, maybe uh, five years down the lane? Five years down the lane, it's a very good question. Um, you know, the interesting part of building company, Shivani, is that if you end up actually having a really, really long-term horizon, then your rest of the world keeps trying to figure out what they're going to do in the next year or two years or how they're going to survive when you're playing a game that's like more than a decade long. Uh, so having a long time horizon is actually a superpower uh, because at the end of the day, you can continue to actually build some of these things at a um, a, a very different cadence from what your competition can do. I think that if I look at Suki five years from now, then from a product perspective, a couple of things would have happened. One, most of the things I talked about, clinical documentation, coding, inbox management, order entry, data retrieval, um, the ability to do clinical decision optimization, document optimization, clinical decision support, patient engagement, all of these things would just become default. There would be skills that Suki would have. Suki would be the Uber platform app that people would use, that doctors would use whenever they walk into a clinic or a hospital. More importantly, these skills would become more and more automated. So instead of actually uh, you saying things to Suki, Suki would automatically understand. You walk into a, a clinic, it would automatically show you the schedule. You look at the schedule and you click on a particular patient, you would get a summary of it. It would probably already tell you what the prior problems this patient had and probably expose to you what the summary of the patient should be. It would start actually being able to predictively recommend content as a part of the note without you having to say much based on just what you and the patient talked about. So we would build this world where technology could genuinely become invisible. Um, and that, you know, that the idea of a predictive assistive, automated, almost invisible digital assistant is where I believe Suki is going to be a few years from now. Um, as a company, uh, I would expect that we would become a formidable force in healthcare technology, probably one of the more relevant companies in healthcare tech and potentially in technology also. I would expect that the people uh, in Suki uh, would be widely known as some of the smarter people to have worked in technology. And we would have a culture that we would be very proud of and people would love to be a part of, of Suki. Um, so I would believe that there would be a lot of social value to what we would do. Doctors would be happy because there's somebody on their side 
and uh, and all Sukinis people who are working in Suki would feel proud of the company that we would have in that time frame. What happens in terms of finances and how much money we make and what revenue we have and do we go public or all of those things? That's just consequences. That's just like the side effects of all the things you do when you do good work from a product and people point of view. So I don't really care that much about that aspect as much as I care about it, but I don't think I worry too much about it as much as I worry about the fact that we should build a great product and have a really compelling team. So that's where I think I would like to see Suki in the next five years. Great. Optimistically looking forward to see even more innovative solutions coming up from Suki AI's end. Thank you so much, Puneet. It was a pleasure talking to you. Hope our listeners have gained valuable insights from this session. Thank you so much, Shivani. That was a, it was a pleasure talking to you also. And uh, thank you for asking such wonderful and thoughtful questions. All pleasure is mine. So listeners, stay tuned for more such interesting podcasts. Thank you. See you all again very soon.